So this is a movie that you guys will like. I thought it was okay. Oh baby, that was good. I am stupid. I like to cook slop. You want to top that slop? Thought we were gonna have fun here. Yes, queen. Down with guilty pleasures, up with pleasure pleasures. Did we talk you into? Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other, and maybe even you, into liking what we like. This week is Auntie Donna. My name is Jeff, and I was a wicker zookeeper. My name is Jimmy, and I once went through a period where I would comment on friends' posts like a grandma on Facebook. Their families were not fans. (laughs) My name is Dan, and I can cook a whole chicken in 20 minutes. Wow. So how do you comment like a grandmother? Oh, I would just be I would basically like write in all caps and like say God bless at the end. That's pretty or good. like or God love Jimmy at the Judy. end. Yeah, exactly. So we Jeff, have yeah. Dan and I both have an aunt that does this. We have an aunt and and the best part is she doesn't even have her own Facebook account. She logs on to her daughter, her grown adult daughter's Facebook account and posts replies and comments. Even better. They're, yeah. they're all in caps locks and they'll be completely unrelated to the topic. So it'll be like a memory <laughs> from five years ago. Oh, yeah. Like, you look so good. Blessings. Love, Aunt Judy. And then they reply like God it's a bless, text message. Love, Aunt Judy. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I also love the people. I saw that one of your aunts posted a picture of Mountain Dew yesterday and I was like, oh, I like this because like I want to try that Mountain Dew. That's pretty cool. And somebody commented and posted a picture of a different Mountain Dew. And then their comment underneath, it just said blue. <laughs> That's I, awesome. I, I didn't I, see that. I love Facebook posts like that. That's like yeah. I, I'm not on Facebook, but I I go back on every now and then just to like look and then i get off of it but that was beautiful you're not a player you just crush a lot exactly (laughs) i i go on i saw that and i was like that's enough facebook for me put a little smile (laughs) on my little face yep yeah so this uh 20 minute chicken is this due to your uh new ninja foodie dan oh you know it brother yeah it's funny because i got my mom the exact same thing i know and she's like give me tips and i gave i know she's very scared about it and she's like i haven't even opened the box yet yeah, she just so, opened it the other somebody day. Somebody gifted me an instant pot like two years ago, and I still haven't used it. And I want to. Oh, I just like Jeff. I just haven't. I don't know. I think once I do, I'll be addicted. It supposedly, is this addictive. is that. Yeah, supposedly this is that, but like it has a Better. lot more features. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. So I was lucky enough to receive one of these as a Christmas gift. I was not expecting it because it's like the ultimate instant foodie pot, ninja pot thing. But it pressure cooks. It rice cooks. It steams. Those are the normal things, right? It slices. It It slices. Yeah. It air fries. It broils. It sautés. It slow cooks. This thing does everything. It broils, huh? Oh, yeah, dude. Wow. I made shrimp and broccoli risotto. Mm. Now, I'm a guy who was like, I'll never make risotto. That's too much stirring. (laughs) And with this Instant Pot, you just dump everything in there. And in five minutes, you have risotto. And then you place the shrimp wow. on a little rack above it, and they get crispy, bro. <laughs> Last Congrats. night, I made, I made chicken fried steak with country gravy all in one pot, and it was crispy and gravy-y. 
Yo, I f with chicken fried Sorry, steak Jim. so much. Sorry, Jim. Oh, next time I, I make it, I'll have you over, dude. Yeah, you know, when, that's one of my favorites. When we were in bands and like eating really poorly, which is not different than I do now, uh, and yeah. we would go to Denny's, I would always get the country fried steak, and it's so gross, but it's like the only thing I could eat from there. Yeah, oh, same. Fun aside, Jeff, as I see you tearing through your collection of venison, which you received recently. Whoa, whoa, spoiler alert. Oh, oh. Uh, spoiler so alert, Dan. I have a small bit of venison left over, and I used venison sausage to make my country gravy, and it was bomb. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Pressure cook chicken. Nice. Great. I also love how we don't always talk about all the fun facts, so let's not talk about how I was a wicker zookeeper to keep the listeners wanting. <laughs> yeah. We'll and wonder. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> it's acknowledged. Jimmy. Do we have any reviews or oh. tweets or fan mail or death threats? We do. <laughs> Apparently, we have a review, which I wasn't even made aware of. Um, just popped up the other day. And uh, let's read it. It's on Apple Podcasts. I haven't heard this either. Yeah, it's from Brendan of the, of the Cult. Okay. How many stars? Uh, five stars. Wow. Because we only read five stars now. So uh, Please, he could be shitting on us. On. Yeah, we'll we'll see. The title is Even If I Don't Agree, I'm Listening. Hmm. My job requires me to deliver specimens in a lab, and I'm constantly on the move, so I can't have music playing like a lot of coworkers do to keep the time from dragging. Thanks, uh, thanks to some touch-free headphones, I started listening to podcasts more, but thanks to long shifts, I've caught up with most of the usuals. While looking uh, for something Magic the Gathering related, I randomly found you guys, yes. and I have to say I was instantly hooked. Uh, I generally only listen to the topics that I know or have an opinion on, but it's always interesting to hear your views. My only complaints? Well, the JonTron episode totally glossed over his fall from grace from a few years ago. Maybe you just don't know. I do know. I forgot. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and was mostly newer stuff, which I would argue is weaker than some of his classic stuff. Even if I don't watch that, even if I don't watch that anymore. And the rent episode was hard to listen to because I felt Jeff was being unfair and so anti-musical, which is, as a musical theater major and someone who still does theater as a hobby, peeves me. But perhaps then uh, I'm just being I'm just being unfair to him. Wanted to do a 4.5. You deserve more than a 4. So I guess you talked me into 5 stars. Keep up the good work, guys. Let's go. Let's get a commander game sometime. Okay. First of all, first of all, I would like to take all of the thanks for this because it's one of my (laughs) topics. The topic that Dan hates the most. Like out of all the episodes, (laughs) I think he recently said it's his least favorite episode ever. And we get a, a lot of comments on that one episode, which I don't think the episode was that great because it was like our fifth or sixth one we were still getting in the groove of things but it has found a lot of uh a new talk me into listeners so that's cool the second thing is what kind of specimens this dude transport and i want to know more about that <laughs> i know right he's is this the covid19 vaccine or like <laughs> probably not it's probably uh he says he's a musical theater major so maybe he's just transporting specimens of local productions of musical theater <laughs> performances yeah that's how that happens yeah He's just moving CDs of home recordings from one drawer to another. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for the review. Okay, 
fellas. Wow. I know you missed I've missed now. that so oh, much. Oh, I sure did. Jeff, do you find yourself rocking your baby to sleep at night and saying, okay, fellas? <laughs> That's, it's the only way she falls asleep. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so this is the segment of our show. Each week we spend a little bit of a time of a time, you know, just a little bit of a time <laughs> telling each other, you know, something that we've been talking ourselves into throughout the week or the month or in, a, in this case, the last three months. I haven't really spoken to you guys a ton. Um, so one thing I've been talking myself into lately is replacing things. Okay. Uh, and what I mean specifically is household items that need upkeep. I... It's something I'm not great at doing. I have a robotic vacuum and I constantly have to remind myself to empty the dustbin. Um, you know, just little things like that. Daily maintenance. So recently I have been noticing a little bit of uh, hissing on my turntable and I looked up uh, the, what do you call it? Like the, the handbook from the website for the type of turntable I have. And it mm-hmm. says that I should be replacing the needle every 175 hours of play. Well, that uh, seems like way too much. What do you mean? That seems like way too frequently. Too often? Yeah. 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 Well, it probably is because they probably want you to buy more turntable needles. But right. I've never replaced it. And I've had the turntable since I was like 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just bought a new turntable needle. And... It All right. Well, very affordable. I've never owned like a good turntable. So usually whenever the needle goes, I'm just like, I have this other record player I'll just use instead. Like I still have <laughs> one of my jobs went out of business in 2013 and there were two record tables, not an in inventory. So my boss was like, I don't care. Take them. So <laughs> I've been using one of them since 2013 and I have another one in the box still just ready to go. And it's yeah. like, wow. Yeah. So I, I just don't. I haven't invested in a good enough record player for me to care about the needles. Cause I'm not like a huge audiophile, but like, was it worth it? I haven't replaced it yet. It, it was delivered <laughs> this morning. <laughs> but I'm sure it'll make a difference because I was getting like hissing and background noises and even like yeah. some weird little chirping. It, mm. it basically sounded like a dusty record, even though it was a brand new record out of well, the sleeve. I, I have like a, I have like an anti-static needle cleaner. I use regularly. That seems to yeah. do the job pretty well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so, I've been getting a weird buzzing myself. I don't know if it's the needle or not, but mm. um, yeah, I got to look into that. So I did that, and then I also recently changed uh, the filter on my uh, water pitcher, which is something that you're supposed to do a lot more frequently than I have done, which is never. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. So, yeah, and when I lifted off that filter unit, there was a lot of black stuff in there, which made oh. me want to vomit. Yeah, so you've uh, been drinking mold for probably two years. Yeah, probably. So. <laughs> I got to get better about replacing things and just general upkeep. So I also restocked a lot of cleaning supplies. So when I need to like clean the bathroom, there's always stuff right at hand. I don't have to like worry about going to the store first. Oh yeah. My, my aunt's uh, Christmas present to me was shit that you don't want to buy, which was like uh, toilet paper, trash bags and stuff. And I was like, Oh, thank you. You're correct. I don't want to buy that stuff. There you go. So yeah, I, I recommend you guys replace things when you need to. Jeff, what have you been talking yes. yourself into? Well, you kind of spoiled it, Dan. You stole all of my thunder, oh, but sorry. I'm I'm talking myself into venison, baby. And I love venison, but I got a lot of it now. And you guys are going to have to take some because I can't eat it all. I got to hear I, about this hookup because I thought I knew where you got it from, but I, I'm not sure. 
All right. So my father-in-law lives in uh, Ohio, like on the West Virginia line. Doesn't matter where he lives in a woodsy area. He owns dozens of acres of property and he likes to hunt. Um, And whenever he hunts and gets a kill, he doesn't like to do it for sport. He donates the deer. And it's actually a big thing, like in the South and the Midwest. And I didn't know about it because I'm not from that part of the country. But a lot of like places take um, wild game donations and process it and give it out to like people in need. And I was like, (laughs) enough with the charity, sir. I'm going to need that. So. I, I made that comment maybe like a year ago. I maybe have said it like two times in passing. And all of a sudden one night he sends a picture to me and my life of him with a deer he just shot. And I was like, oh, OK, because I'm not into just like hunting. And yeah. then he was like, do you want this meat? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> so um, he brought it to the guy that processes it. And the guy was like, you'll probably get like 55 pounds of meat on this. And it only cost me 90 bucks for him to process it. Wow. That's crazy. So, so yeah. So I just sent him the money. He processed it. He came out for the holidays and brought it in a couple coolers. And I bought a chest freezer to fit it all. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I got 25. 25- this is my venison freezer. This is well, what it's I dedicated mean- to. My wife has wanted one for a while, but our last apartment, we couldn't fit it anywhere. Right. Um, so we just went out and got one. And um, I got 25 tubes of meat, which are supposed to be a pound, but I weighed a couple and they're like 1.2 pounds. What so is a tube of meat? You mean ground meat? Yeah, yeah. So they okay. put the ground meat in like these these baggies. <laughs> mm. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have like 25 of those, 17 I love steaks, my meat tubes. <laughs> seven tenderloins and a roast. So we're going to have to oh, do a wow. cook with us on the roast or something. But yeah. I did cook for the first time. I took out one of those thick old fatty tubes of meat and I made chili the other night. No recipe. I've never really made chili before. And it came out pretty decent. I put a little bit too much liquid so I didn't get to burn enough of that off. But it, it came out really good. Dude, like, as soon as I opened the tube, I was like, I hope it's not too gamey because I've had some game where it's just like, oh, this is earthy. But with venison, they always cut it with another animal because it's too lean. So I think it's like 80 percent venison, 20 percent pork just to have the fat in there. But it smelled so good. And even when I fried it, like when it was done, when when I browned it, there was almost no extra fat in the pan. So you just toss it in there for the flavor. It Mm. it came out really good. So I'm I'm looking up a whole bunch of different venison recipes that I'm going to F with um, because I've I've cooked venison before, like Dan's got some before, like venison sausage and hot dogs. For this, we only got the the ground venison, steaks, mm. tenderloins, and roast. Uh, he said he does do other stuff, but he wanted to make it easy. So I don't know. I but mean, you I can got... easily turn ground venison into, into sausage. Sausage. Yeah. yeah. Um, with the right seasoning. So yeah. Uh, what are the, the venison tenderloins? Are those like steaks? Because they're not tenderloin roasts. They're like, I haven't opened them yet. They're all packaged yet, but they're a little bit longer than the steaks are. The steaks are all various sizes and weights. There's no real consistency. Um, So I haven't opened up the tenderloins yet. I'm not sure. Well, we're going to have to figure out how to do a like socially distanced cooking thing because I want to eat some of that. Yeah, well, they're frozen, so they'll be good for a while. Yeah. All righty. Jimmy. Yeah. I what do you think? What do you th- what do you think we're t- we're calling your name for, Jim? <laughs> He's like, what? What? Yeah. Yeah. what do you need I'm, me for? I'm here. What? On this podcast we've been doing for almost two years. So, um, over the past, because we've been on a break, as we've said before, over the past couple months, I would probably say, 
I've been talking myself into and back into, I would say, Tetris, the video game. <laughs> For some okay. reason, I've been like just like real hard into Tetris. It, it happens like whenever I start to play Tetris again, it just becomes like my thing. Like what, if I'm, what are you playing it on? Um, so I have an Oculus Quest. Um, it's which, so weird. Yeah. So there, there's a Tetris game. It's called Tetris Effect, which is on PlayStation as well, and I think Xbox. But there's a VR version um, called Tetris Effect, which uh, it's basically like people have described it as like it's like Tetris on drugs because like nice. they have like these weird like things going around you or whatever, and it's super relaxing. And um, so I wanted to beat that. So I beat that, and I was like, I want to play Tetris still. So I, um, I've been playing a little bit on my, my Nintendo Switch, but it's been primarily on my phone. I have a Tetris app on my phone, and it works pretty well. There's, like, these, like, shitty ads for this game called Gardenscape or something, and, like, it has audio playing all the time, and it's really annoying that I have to hit it every time. But, um, you know, things you got to deal with so you don't have to pay monthly for a stupid Tetris app. But, um, yeah, I've been it's- enjoying it. I can relaxing. say as someone who's seen him um, play Tetris on an Oculus, it's very unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> and also my niece tried to play it and it was almost an exact recreation of Elijah Wood and Back to the Future Part 2. <laughs> you have like, to use your hands? It's like a baby's toy. She yeah, was like, she was very why confused. Why are you playing this game? <clears throat> yeah, like, it was pretty just funny. just like organizing. Yeah. But I haven't that? played Tetris since I've had a flip phone like... 12 years ago oh my gosh yeah i got very into a mobile game called chain cube where you're given mm. these little like little cubes with numbers on them and you throw them down like an alley and if it if your cube hits a cube of the same numerical value they combine yeah if that makes any sense and it's yeah. sort of like like tetris but with math it's very geeky and uh i got over five million points and then wow effed up and then just deleted the game because i was like there's no way I'm gonna restart. <laughs> that's so on brand for dan yeah. yeah thank you great auntie donna may she be remembered for all of the fudge that she cooked around the holidays no, that's not a real aunt. That's what an aunt would do, right? Just like cook fudge on the holidays. Yeah, I have aunts that make fudge. Jimmy's yeah, mom, mom makes fudge. Yeah. Your mom's a fudge maker? Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, it's kind of sad because like on my on my dad's side of the family, we have a huge family and uh, we always do Thanksgiving and a family friend who's basically a family member, uh, she always makes fudge and there was none this year because we, we didn't have it. Thanks, Trump. Yeah. So Auntie Donna is a comedy troupe from Australia. And um, Jimmy and Dan, before I even get into it, are you familiar with uh, Auntie Donna at all? I know that there's a TV show. That's all I know. Yeah, uh, you. I heard you talking about it, so I went on Netflix and I watched the trailer, which looked humorous, but I don't know anything about their history and I haven't watched any of the show. All right, so uh, we're recording on January 9th. So this show that you're referring to, Auntie Donna's Big Old House Fun, came out in early November, so it's been out for two months. Mm-hmm. I randomly watched it uh, one day because I was just like, I saw some comedians I follow tweet about this today. Let me watch it. And within three minutes, I was like, this is the greatest comedy thing I've ever seen. 
in years. Like it, 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 it's just a sketch comedy show that's so absurd. And I was hooked. I watched the first season twice within like three days. Um, and my wife is not a huge fan because some some of the skits I've watched a dozen times. And then I was like, there has to be more than just six episodes of Auntie Donna. Like, th- there's no way that it, this is like so tight. So I looked them up and they have extensive video archive on YouTube. Like they've been no. doing they've been doing comedy since uh, uh it says 2011 they got together but they they have videos going back like eight nine years and they've done like different series of like some uh there's not really like storylines or anything through you need to know but they've done like um sets of videos like set in a fictional school or like set in the 90s so 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 they're like an australian kids in the hall yeah exactly i mean Mm. yeah there's there's three dudes uh there used to be four i found out from watching some of their older videos but they are it's just there's not much to say right now other than it's just very funny absurd sketch comedy that i just found out about and went all in on like i've watched probably 50 of their videos we i was in the hospital with uh my wife and our newborn baby and like my wife was asleep i was holding the baby who was asleep and i just put on the youtube video and i laughed really loud at one point to one of the the bits that i had to put the baby down and go into the bathroom (laughs) so i could calm down (laughs) and now i'm thinking about it and it's just so funny and i'm definitely putting that video uh in the playlist so i'm gonna have you watch just two episodes of the tv show since there's only six and then i'm going to put together a youtube playlist with i don't know how many videos they also have a podcast i've listened to several of the episodes i don't think i'm going to have you listen to any of that because it's kind of uh it's not sketch comedy they're just like talking and there's some improv in it and it's okay but they have Mm -hmm. like 250 episodes so maybe it gets better i don't know um but yeah, I'm just, I'm super stoked. And this is one of those episodes where I know you guys are going to be a yes. Like if there's a no, I'm going to be very surprised. <clears throat> I'm okay. excited. Yeah. This is something that I was planning on watching eventually, just hadn't gotten to it. So uh, uh, this is one of those instances where the podcast sort of helps me get to something and and get it done. Yeah. And I know that I, I, when it first aired, I text Dan and I was like, have you watched this yet? And he's like, no. And I was like, Oh boy, you're in for a treat. And then when we were getting back to record again, I was like, did you watch this yet? And he goes, no. And I was like, don't, I want to talk about (laughs) it. And like, this was, I've been making a list of things I've been talking myself into. And this was on there for like two months. And I'm just like, no, we're doing a whole episode cause it's awesome. Yeah. That sounds cool. I'm excited. Jim yeah no i'm i'm super excited so when we come back we're gonna talk about the first two episodes jeff or are you gonna pick random episodes uh the first episode and i'm debating between uh two other episodes i think it's gonna be the nighttime episode well we'll have it all listed in the show notes and uh yeah we're gonna be spoiling some auntie donna and hopefully enjoying and laughing yeah before we go though jim i know that like dan and i are really into sketch comedy and different types of comedy are Mm -hmm. you do you have any like favorite comedy groups not comedians but groups um i don't think so um like i like kids kids in the hall um you guys have showed me that like years ago 
Um, but I'm not a, a Lonely Island in Flight of the Concords, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's that, that is true. I, I don't I haven't really thought about them as like uh, comedy groups, but yeah, they kind of are. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like Saturday Night Live, stuff like that. But I think you're going to like Auntie Donna because they're they're not like a singing group, but they did release an album that. Um, oh, jeez. And the, the show starts out with a song and it is incredible. <laughs> oh, boy. Looking forward to that then. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm 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 excited. Guys, I'm going to start the episode. Okay, so here we are. We I mean, did this is Auntie the Donna, half. Jimmy, so, Jimmy, this is the whatever. middle of the episode, you freak. <laughs> whatever. It's the start of our recording session. Uh, so we watched Auntie Donna, which is a uh, a group of Australian people doing Australian things. And <laughs> yes. this is all I know about them. Broden, uh, so Mark, and Zach. Those are their names. Yep, is I didn't Broden know their really names. Is really a name, though? <laughs> I uh, they do things different. It's in reverse. Yeah, their names swirl backwards. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, Jeff, you gave us a playlist of uh, some like YouTube sketches that they did and sure did. their new Netflix show. Sure did. Uh, which is called uh, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Sure is. And uh, we're definitely going to get to that. But um, let's go through the YouTube playlist first because this sure. is what they started with. And uh, I think chronologically, it's probably the smartest um, thing to do. Yeah, like I've, I've watched the Netflix show first and then I found their YouTube and these YouTube videos are not in chronological order. They're just kind yeah. of in random order that I found them. And actually, when I sent you guys the link, the last two videos in here, I watched after I made this playlist and I was like, I got to add these because they're so funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so uh, our first video was filling up on cheese before dinner. And uh, obviously, this is just a straight up like uh, YouTube yeah. comedy sketch, um, and uh, it, it just it just makes a huge turn because uh, I, I don't know their names, but he's like, "Don't fill up on cheese before dinner," and everyone's sort of laughing. And then it's like 15 minutes later, and what happened? They're filled, they're filled up, up on cheese. On cheese. They are filled <laughs> up on cheese, and they're not supposed to be. That's funny, yeah. Jim. Yes, I, and, I relate uh, to it, this hard. <laughs> of course you do. That doesn't surprise me at all. Um, and of course, it's it sort of like turn. It it sort of takes like the horror movie turn of like, what's this dude going to do? Like, is he going to be like really pissed? And he is really pissed. And uh, but then yeah, it sort of has all around. It has like sort of a, a funny uh, ending payoff inspired by hook which is that they just sit there and eat imaginary food so that they can all enjoy dinner together <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah that was really funny i thought the payoff was great because like oh where is this going to go obviously the joke was like oh he's like really upset that they they ate the cheese mm. and uh, i love the line the craft singles that was a joke <laughs> like i put that <laughs> on the board as a joke <laughs> and there's puns he's like did you see captain marvel starring brie larson <laughs> yeah it was really good. Their yeah. comedy it was great. Like the timing was super funny. Yeah, it's um, kind of like there's there's not really a specific video to start you off on it because it's just consistently their style of humor. Right. Right. Um, then we get to uh, the second video, which I also found very relatable. Because it's kind of... It was like how I tried to teach Dan Magic the Gathering, explaining a board game. <laughs> right, yeah. This video was explaining a board game. And uh, Dan, why don't you take this one? Yeah, so, I mean, 
I want to take a step backwards a little bit. A lot of these YouTube videos are, you know, pretty much one sketch. So they're like one idea, one sort of joke uh, that plays out and gets more absurd as it goes. And I think there's varying levels of success for that. So I, I really liked filling up on cheese before dinner. I thought it was really funny. I thought they took it to the appropriate level and then like it had sort of a twist, funny ending. I don't think explaining a board game was as successful. Uh, I agree. Obviously, the situation, the premise is, uh, I think it's Mark, right, Jeff? Yeah, the one with the beard. Yeah, he's trying to explain this very complicated board game that appears to have no rules and yet all the rules. And uh, (laughs) the concept was funny, but I don't know. It just like it just kept going. And my laughs went from very high to nothing at all over the course of the video. It's uh, two and a half minutes. I thought that if this was like a 10 minute video, I could see your point. But I thought that it was done pretty quickly. Yeah. I thought it was funny while he was like sort of explaining it and uh, somebody was like asking a question, which was like clearly giving him the indication that he was the fascist, which was like the joke. Uh-huh. And uh, he was like, are you the fascist? Yes. And he was like, then let's start over. <laughs> like, it, it, was just, it was just like very funny. And like the, the comedy and the editing, I thought, was like very like like you need good editing with comedy. You do. Um, and it was very well done in this. Um, especially and- especially with groups like this, because I'm sure that there's improv involved. Um, and right. Because you see some behind the scenes stuff in some of these videos. Um, but like you need quick editing, like even on Comedy Bang Bang, like half of half of the punchlines are done in the editing room. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I will say that I did like the very end when they're like, do you want to play again? And they're like, yes, yes, yes. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're very like the timing is great. It's really good. Uh, uh, one video to- that I didn't like was the bully. <laughs> you didn't like it. Um, this is, this is the most absurd one on the playlist, I think. And it, there's real, there's no jokes. It's just, it's just silly. Yeah. This That's- was four and a half minutes and I would have liked it if it was one minute. <laughs> i love how comedically like long it is like it, it it was so long and they kept on playing on the same jokes like and, yeah and then who like, knows what the the bully is it's basically and, like a, a uh yeah a ball sack and that just pulls down their pants and it gets to the point where they just pull down their own yeah, they're pants. Just helping him pull their pants down <laughs> it's so good like I thought this was like one of my favorite videos because wow. of how stupid it was. There's like it was so good. There's something incredibly disturbing about the fact that he covered his eyebrows. I don't know why, but <laughs> the way his face looks is very frightening to me. Yeah, and just the very beginning too. They're just like standing there, just like just like deadpan. He was like, "I like to masturbate to hentai porn," and it was so stupid. I don't Jimmy, know could why. You put that, could you put that sound clip in the intro no, theme song? Please? It's not going to be in the intro. Um, but uh, that was also a British accent, and they're Australian, but it's fine. Um, yeah, I just thought the video was absurd. I thought it was hilarious. I could watch that twenty more times. Dan, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like I think better, you're though. I think you're both wrong. Like it's definitely not the best and definitely not the worst. <laughs> but I'll take I'll take the average. Split the uh, difference. I didn't say it was the worst. I just thought it went on too long. But I don't think it was the best either because I think ball games at lunch was their best video hands down. It was hilarious. It I like really this one good. a lot too. 
I think uh, this is something that is very relatable. It brings me back to my childhood of these weird people who just take stupid games way too seriously and get way too competitive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, like it, it just felt like elementary school, which was funny too because they're grown men. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're clearly like playing students. Well, like, and, I, like I mentioned, they're... this is this is part of their Glenridge series, and like there's no okay. recurring like characters or anything. It's just set in a school, and they do like some of these series. Like they have a camping series and a 1999 mm-hmm. series, and they're all just very loosely related uh, to the other videos. Um, right. Because this has nothing to do with the bully, but it's still set on a school. Yeah, I think also, like, the fact that each of them plays, like, the same character, but they're different throughout the sketch is really good. Right. So, uh, man, the names are killing me. Uh, Who's the bald guy with the beard? Broden. Broden. He's, like, the too cool for school guy. Like, he's just, like, way too chill. (laughs) Backwards cap. Yeah, Yeah. doesn't care about any of this. And then you've got Mark, who's, like, this creepy, uh, like, aggressive like guy who's he does this thing where he screams at the ball for like <laughs> yes. and then he like looks at his opponent he's like good shot man good good game and yeah, then that was great you've got a uh, long hair guy who zach zach who uh is just like not necessarily aggressive but just takes it way too seriously and he has that moment where he like goes face to face with a young boy <laughs> And he's like, we're going to do this this time. This is going to be it for us. And he immediately, like, screws up and loses the game. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like this one. I, 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 there's also something, like, so endearing and so reminiscent of childhood that they get right, which is um, the thing with the girls where they're, like, sitting just out of range. <laughs> oh, that was like, yeah. so fun. Stop. Stop throwing the ball at us. I can't yeah. throw it. And the, <laughs> the ball tell. goes over the fence at one point, and they're getting into it with the neighbor lady. Yeah, I'm yeah that was pedo. great too. Yeah, that was great, and they got the gym t- teacher to play too, yeah. which was so good. That was so on brand. Like it, it was so funny. Like yeah. they all were super excited that he was going to play with them, and like, like I'm beating th- you with one hand. Yeah, this was um, this was also the first time I really noticed the editing too, because like this was just like cut all over the place too, because like it wasn't linear. Like it was just no, like not a all. compilation of their games, and yeah, it um, felt I like thought they. That, that, if, sorry, Jim. I was just gonna say it felt like they were just there playing that game all day and then just cut it right. down. Right. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no exactly through story. Like. There's no plot. There's no there's no arc. There's nothing. It's just a series of vignettes in a seven yeah. minute video. It's a compilation of their best moments. Basically, it's mm-hmm. a YouTube compilation of like the best ball game ever. <laughs> um, yeah, it was super funny. The way that it was edited was great. Very reminiscent of childhood. Ten out of ten uh, video. Very good masturbating in a tent let's do it guys (laughs) (laughs) let's not um this video felt like they wrote a comedy sketch and then they had a text-to-speech program uh read it (laughs) out loud and then that was that was it (laughs) and then they recreated it yeah so good so funny and it's so awkward and i'm so glad that some people will find this very awkward you know how there's people that are like i can't watch the office it's too uncomfortable like they would watch this and just die their hearts would just stop and they would fall on the ground (laughs) who's masturbating yeah it's 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 really good and also like their arms are not doing anything but like you can still hear it yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i like this one uh i do think that the funniest joke was the last second (laughs) <laughs> it's like if your friends do not uh want you to masturbate in the tent with them 
get out and go masturbate in the woods. <laughs> yeah. And he just pulls his pants down. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good too. So then I put three videos from the their album, um, which I don't know if it would be funny if it was audio only, but I think that the videos are very funny. A hot take here, guys. Yeah. I think the music videos are the worst thing that they've done. Mm. Uh, I also agree with that. Mm. I thought um, I thought that the videos themselves were fine, but it felt a lot like three like comedians trying to make music videos for YouTube. Yeah. As opposed to them being musicians and also being funny, like a Ninja Sex Party or something like that. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's fine, though. I thought that they were fine and funny. I, I thought they were fine. I, I, I would will agree say with that. that I like chuffed a lot because I think that's just a really funny slang that you hear in like that yeah. you know dialogue. Uh, I thought like boy anthem was almost unwatchable. It, I get the joke and the premise, but uh, it's just really annoying song. And uh, and chop chop for me was like at first I was loving like the parody of those like Macarena who let the dogs out. Yes. Yeah, I like that they call it English version because like so many of those things are like in foreign <laughs> languages. Yeah, but uh, I agree. It, it was just too much for me. I, I don't know. There's something about the repetitive nature mixed with the music that's a little bit grating after a certain point. Yeah, I thought Chop Chop was funny, too, because of, uh, again, like Jeff and I both really enjoy when things go way too long. Yes. And um, yeah, I have a shorter like, attention span than that. Yeah, that's true um it, basically like um he just like kept on doing the wrong dance moves and he, the other guy was getting inc- like increasingly like more annoyed about it and eventually just like threw him out or whatever and then the song just kept on going mm. i like it uh, because it's super relatable because exactly. i too i too just bought a refrigerator for my garage and dan has a pizza oven yeah <laughs> yeah there's a lot was- of this that i was like yo i could 100 percent be this guy yeah i love I love that he was pouring a Pepsi Max into a wine glass. That's all I wrote down about it. It was, it was probably like, my favorite part about don't it. Don't forget, he liked that restaurant because it was cheaper and served Pepsi Max. Yeah. And I've really been totally good. chuffed by money that I've saved at the grocery store and stuff. Yeah. So the, the new Pokemon theme, I think this is just funny because it's funny. But what I think is funniest <laughs> about it is that it's so just like poorly made that yes. it looks like just a guy uploaded it so i like sent something this. you made in 2006 yes so i sent <laughs> yeah. this to people who aren't aware that it's like a, a huge comedy group or like a popular comedy group and they were yeah. like what's wrong with this guy this is so funny and i was like it's just it, it gets meta in how funny it is because it's like it's just it, it's funny itself but then it's funnier that people just think it's a guy right i, I thought it was funny too because uh, obviously I grew up watching like dumb like Pokemon videos and stuff oh, but yeah. uh, um, it, it was funny because like obviously it starts off like he's he's obviously saying f- in words sorry, that Jim. he shouldn't be saying it yeah sorry Jim and um, and then eventually it just gets more and more absurd about what he's going to be doing to these Pokemon <laughs> um, it's a it, hot it was dog one of those... not a hot dog <laughs> yeah it, it was surprisingly like obviously they could have gone like one note with the joke where he just like replaces a bunch of words with sorry Jim um, but he didn't he just he, the, the joke kept on building which yeah. uh, I thought and was enjoyable my favorite part was when it was like Mr. Mime or maybe just some guy and then a picture of Barack <laughs> Obama as a mime flashes on the screen for one second. 
<laughs> yeah that was good too and he was like i'm just gonna uh uh f this regular dog or something like that and i was like yeah. oh my god oh, I, I f this bird just a regular bird <laughs> oh yeah it was something like that <laughs> which was a pidgey just an fyi uh but uh, yeah that that song was great i thought that was really funny so the next video haven't you done well three fancy man fancy fancy this is the video i was watching while i was holding my one day old daughter in the hospital and she was sleeping <laughs> and then it, it got to the part where he lifted up his hat and coins fell out and i almost <laughs> exploded in laughter sorry jim but yeah what did you think about this video because this is another one note video that goes on for a long time dan it does they do build and build and build on it but what did you guys yeah. think about this one well, so I went into it like really excited for the concept, like as they're sitting around and and he, they're splitting up the bill and he's like, I had the salmon crudite, whatever it was. And they're like, oh, haven't you done well? And I was like, <laughs> I've had this conversation with Jeff in the past. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so I was like really excited. But I have to say, this is when I sort of started to realize that Auntie Donna is too absurd for me. Wow. Oh. oh my god. I thought that you were a shoo-in for this and Jim was gonna be the one that said that. I I honestly liked this video up until about halfway through the like gold spilling out of stuff. Like initially, like when he lifted up the hat and stuff, I was like, this is great. But then when it kept going and they became prospectors and they were they were drinking See, oil. That, that's when I thought that it it did the right thing because they could have just kept going and like gold spilling out and like when he threw up the the gems i was like crying it was so funny and then it switched to the oil and they're just like putting their <laughs> their bums in the oil i was like this is amazing and he's just like rolling on the ground screaming while oil spraying all over <laughs> yeah, there becomes a point where i I no longer find it funny. I still respect it that they're doing it. And I'm like, oh, I see what mm. you're doing. That's creative. But I'm no longer laughing. I'm just like looking at it as like <laughs> as they're doing the as like performance shit. art. It becomes performance art at some point where I'm like, cool, you went all the way there. But I don't think it's funny anymore. Hmm, OK, <laughs> That's well, interesting. what about the next one? Found out I'm gay. Well, you didn't hear Jimmy's opinion about fancy fancy. Oh, oh I, I'm. I'm so upset at your opinion that I just forgot that <laughs> Jimmy skip didn't over. <laughs> no, I thought it was excellent. Like, at, at, it's so funny that you say that, Dan, because at first I was like, oh, this is dumb. But like when they started getting like farther and farther into it, I started to love it even and more. And even the little things when they're like they're fully in the costume in the top hats and they have like the fake accents going on. They <laughs> yeah. just like look at the camera for one second. Like little things like that are so funny to me yeah i thought it was funny like uh it, it's because when i started i'm like eh, i don't know about this but as it went farther on i was like oh i get this i i find that funny but yeah i found out i'm gay yeah let's talk about it this i this thought it was funny. okay yeah uh, i thought it was funny i thought it was sort of weak but I've i thought it was this good. concept before i i like this yeah. idea of like people calling out like uh you know gay ap you know attacks at people and how like maybe they're like secretly closeted and stuff like that yeah it was fine I, yeah I, it was fine i thought for the length which was two minutes i was like okay cool uh the yeah. next one i thought was better subtly spying on a hot girl uh yes but, but also was a little too far for me at the end some of the physical comedy was just like it's, performance uh, art 
This is this is crazy. This is not what I expected Dan to say because I thought that <laughs> these videos are like the perfect length for this type of comedy, and maybe it's because we're watching a lot of it all at once. Um, Perhaps, but like two and a half minutes, I think is fine, and the crazy stuff doesn't start right away. I agree with you that the length is much better on this. I didn't have a problem with the length, and I thought the the concept of what guys think they're doing versus what they're actually doing. Absolutely. Right. Maybe not even actually, but like the perspective, like their perspective versus the female perspective was like a really strong concept and yeah. uh, also super relatable. I've been out with you guys and like tried to like, oh, check this one out and stuff. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's really cringeworthy to even do that, but sometimes you can't yeah. help it. But uh, um, yeah, I guess my only issue was like by the end of it, when they saw it from her perspective, they were just like full blown apes. And I was like, <laughs> Dude, but come on when they look when they, the camera pans over and that fourth guy who used to be in the troop has the chair on his head yeah that's that's good dad it was it was good that's, <laughs> i thought Jimmy, it was really never, funny jimmy you never put a chair in your head while trying to check out an attractive woman in public yes absolutely i have been there 100 percent before that's like, why it, we it, call you old cousin chairhead yeah always um yeah i thought it was really funny like it i the buildup was great. the The timing was fun. the The editing was great. Uh, really enjoyable. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, and then we get to probably one of my, I think I would say my second favorite video on this YouTube playlist, which was really? looking for Cowdoy instead of promoting our Netflix show <laughs> because of how absurd this was. Um, it it sucks because you gave us the the Cowdoy stuff uh, out of order, but I thought it was well. I, I did give you. I intended the Netflix show to be seen first, so that's why I put this on here. But you guys yeah. wanted to do YouTube first. Supposedly, I mean, the cow doy was from uh, the next video, which was uh, the Halloween episode. Yes. So I didn't know that because <laughs> I didn't see this one until I gave you the playlist. Um, oh, okay. They, they do have reoccurring characters. Like even in a Netflix show, the Italian character, um, they've done Italian videos before. So some of the characters on the Netflix show are from just their their past. Right. I um, agree with Jimmy that I found the character and the idea of cow doy. <laughs> it, it's just so meme worthy. And... Uh, it was really good. Like, I wish I had seen them in the opposite order, but I was glad to have seen them at all. <laughs> yeah. I love that somebody just had the idea of, like, Cowdoy in, in the city, and they just cut to their phone, and it's just on the notes app. It just says Cowdoy in yeah. the city. And I just died. Like, I think uh, the guy with the beard, he was, like, just doing a dance next to the Cowdoy. And, like, every time he saw him, and it just killed me. Yeah, this one is, like, this one is loosely scripted, but most of it is just them effing around um, and improv. And, like, I think that that's what's really strong about Auntie Donna is that they do have that marrying of sketch comedy and improv, which Mm -hmm. there's a huge overlap. But I think they do it really tightly. I just think, obviously, like, uh, a person on the streets comedy is usually fun. But when you uh, add that into absurd comedy, it just makes it so much funnier. Yeah, like, like even in in this video, some people even knew who they were, and it was still fun. Right. (laughs) I also, (laughs) as someone who has an eight-year-old niece, I've spent lots of times at Disney stores. And the fact that I've seen that exact, uh, you know, Woody from Toy Story (laughs) shirt so many times and it's clearly like a children's shirt that he squeezed himself into is is really good yeah that was 
it was great. Like, I think that might actually be my favorite video on here just because of how dumb it is. Um, and then we get to uh, having you done well eight Halloween, which is uh, kind of like playing off of apparently this like series of the haven't you done well, where it's just a compilation of like people doing their Halloween costume. It's just a, a way I for think them that to this have one, fun Halloween costume. Yeah, I think that this one was a surprise. <laughs> they didn't know it was going to be on the other side of the door yeah um because like some of their reactions are trying not to laugh which Agreed, I, i'm yeah. always a huge fan of yes um, and some of the costumes were just so funny like when when they had the little broden face superimposed over mark's body <laughs> yes. that, that was really good yeah uh, i thought there was some highlights in this but overall i thought this video was super indulgent on them like it felt oh, like for sure a chance just to make each other laugh and to bring back some characters that i wasn't familiar with but obviously like the guy with the hooves and stuff that was kind of <laughs> funny but i wish i knew more about like they clearly knew more about it yeah uh, yeah but I, you know, like i didn't know much about some of the characters but like it's just so funny like zach shows up as a vampire or was i forgot if it was zach or mark and they're like "Ooh, i'm so scared this is spooky <laughs> and he just like gives mark a vacuum at one point <laughs> I love I'm not, I'm not putting the head on and then it cuts to him with the horse head on it with the vacuum in the mouth. <laughs> I love how yeah, that was really good. Um I love how someone was like, wanna see how much I love Batman? And then pulls up their sleeve to show like a Batman tattoo and there was no <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, they are just they're just on a new level, man. It's so good. I don't know about I don't know. The editing was great. Um it was very well done. Two people wear the same tie to work. This was one that I relate to a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. it was from a series, I'm guessing, called 1999. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, I liked all the little touches, like the period correct suits that are horrible, like double-breasted. <laughs> They're all like suits. oversized. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. This was just another example of like an idea that could be like a concept for a regular comedy bit. And then just goes to such an extreme that it's ridiculous and over the top. Yes. I like the length on this one better. I thought this was funny. Let's let's go over to the Netflix show. This was my introduction to Auntie Donna all, a long time ago, two months ago. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just I put it on, like I said, because I saw some people I follow, like Paul F. Tompkins, Weird Al, tweeted some stuff about it. Um, and it kicks off with everything is a drum, which I have watched... <laughs> probably 50 to 60 times <laughs> yeah i think this is my favorite auntie donna sketch it's no, it's so good I, I just i'll walk around the house and quote it and my wife will quote it back <laughs> when really i met you 15 years ago you yeah. promised me everything was a drum <laughs> everything <laughs> is a drum you're playing it wrong <laughs> Um, it was I funny. left my wife. <laughs> I let you drum on my penis. Yeah. It's also like clearly a parody of like, um, I don't even remember the name of that Broadway show where they're just like banging on trash cans and stuff. Stomp. stomp. Oh, stomp. Yeah. I don't know. It's but just, like, it's really good. It's great. He punches the wall and he pulls his arm out and it's just bleeding, but he's like <laughs> smiling. It's yeah. so good. And it just devolves into them screaming. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was great, too. Um, like, uh, this obviously... I watched the YouTube sketches first, and then I watched uh, this show. And I was like, oh, thank God. It is basically just their YouTube sketches, but with, like, a 4K budget. 
Yeah, and, and, and there's and sort like, of work like, a camera in a budget. I meant, and they're sort of like strung together thematically. Mm-hmm. So like this episode right. is housemates. So the the overarching idea is that they're looking for a new roommate since they've kicked out dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. Voiced by Kristen Shaw, which is yeah. very funny. And also like they have a roommate that washes all their dishes and pays rent and doesn't require a room, and they're somehow angry at her. <laughs> yeah which is great then they're interviewing like potential housemates and then somebody goes out of sync low res yeah <laughs> it's so funny yeah he's like I, um, you're buffering man you're buffering <laughs> yeah like they're doing like a zoom call or something and this is also the first time i saw cow doy too yeah right cow doy showed up i'm like yes cow doy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that um, was awesome yeah, and I know this is like the end of the episode, but I love just the vignette of Cowdoy living in the dishwasher space, washing the <laughs> yeah. dishes and mumbling to himself. It just cuts to him at the end. Cowdoy. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Uh, but this there... was the one where um, Zach changes the Wi-Fi password to poo. <laughs> yes. And, and Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld shows up. <laughs> Doesn't he present him with some bullshit award like funniest people ever or something? Oh, I don't know. And like the the neighbors like the neighbor comes over with their kid is like, that's your dad. (laughs) And like for people that are listening and haven't watched it, it was not Jerry Seinfeld, which was the best part. No, it It was was just just, like a man. Yeah, I've seen him before. I I don't know. I don't know his name, but yeah, he's, uh, he's a comedy actor. Yeah, so funny. Um, and, and, then, and the uh, family feud skit at the end. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff in this episode. There's some yeah. recurring stuff, too, where they kill, like, the man pet guy and they just, like, throw him in the trash. They, like, throw a body in the trash every episode. Yep. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, but, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, the family... that, that man pet is, I was like, this guy Bradley looks Homelander. <laughs> no, not Bradley Cooper. It's Homelander. It's Homelander. Oh, Homelander. Boys. That's right. Oh, yeah. man. I thought for... Right, I always mix those two people up. I forget up. his name, Anthony something, but Yeah, yeah, yeah. That And that, the fam That was honestly probably my favorite part of the episode. Or he's just like he's like, please, like I, I need to get out of here. And he's like, Oh, I don't know how to tell you this, but your man pet just attacked me. <laughs> yeah, that was sleep. awesome. Um yeah, that was super funny. But Jeff the family, family feud, feud at the end was just it was just great. It just kept getting crazier and crazier, and I just loved it. <laughs> the concept bring, of walking outside yeah they just I put bring that up in my how, mouth yeah you put a box set of netflix's the crown in your mouth why would you even have a box set <laughs> which is funny because like side tangent but i actually own dvd box sets of the crown because when my uncle lived in a nursing home he couldn't get any streaming services and he's like i really want to watch the crown so apparently you can buy them on dvd at walmart and we did Cool. that's funny that's awesome cool yeah that was great that was a great like i i see why you like this jeff because like immediately like it's a great first impression of uh like what they do and stuff i thought yeah really and good. i mean i could have picked any other um episode i picked nighttime not because weird al was in it because i actually thought uh-huh. he was like sure. i know i thought he was like the weakest part of this episode he was in another episode too where they're like coming up next weird al and he like waves at the camera and then he's never mentioned again <laughs> um, that's awesome yeah and um I picked this because i thought it, it displayed what they do well on this show where like 
the bits aren't related, but they have a theme. So this is a nighttime right. theme. And I thought it was really funny how they opened up a bar in their house and everything that ensued after that. So this is where you also see the Italian stereotype guy and you have the twist of him calling his mom because he's upset that they're like <laughs> making fun of his heritage. And then she's just an over the, the top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah she's oh, no, I'm over my past. <laughs> I do like the, the joke that... uh uh <laughs> the first, I think in the first episode, he uh, someone was going to punch him. He was like, no, I'm Italian. Like, apparently <laughs> yeah. this is like just like a thread that he's like part Italian. Yeah, uh, it's very funny. Yeah, super funny. Um, yeah, the bar I thought was great. I thought and the like, midnight snack was super fun, too. In the middle of the episode, they have this like really highly produced bit with the thin drinks where they just have glasses that are really thin for no reason it's only like two minutes long and there's like no point to it and i just love that because it's so stupid it's like amy poehler on snl with the tiny hats yeah (laughs) yeah it's like if you were just said thin drinks and 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 just like turn that into something they just thought the phrase thin drinks was funny yes 100 and then the payoff is that person has the widest drink ever (laughs) yeah oh boy yeah super fun uh they have the bar they have the swat team shows up and yeah then, the swat uh, and then the swat swat the swat swat so came out yeah super funny um i thought this episode was a little weaker than the first one that he had us watch but i thought I it was still very funny i like the cameos too uh scott ackerman and his wife kulop show up as cops and they just like mm-hmm. they're chasing each other around in a circle and not really mm-hmm. doing anything <laughs> yeah all right yeah. well i mean final push i guess there is so much stuff on youtube i've watched like quadruple what i gave you guys and there's still so much more that i haven't seen like i'm still working my way through everything there's just so much stuff out there they do have that podcast that's like 200 and something episodes um it's funny i think that auntie donna is just like such a refreshing find for me because i haven't really found a comedy group that i've been into this much in such a long time like Mm. there's there's ones i love that are you know i'll always love like kids in the hall upright citizens brigade uh dan mentioned off air last week when we recorded stella so many great groups um but this one is the it's just so refreshing to see that there's new stuff coming out like this and not just like (laughs) things i'm nostalgic for yes final thoughts dan um i have a lot to say after you ask the question final oh. thoughts jim <clears throat> um i don't have a lot to say so you can ask me the question if the, if you, either of you give me a no i'm off the podcast by the way <laughs> <laughs> all right was i able to talk both of you into auntie donna yes no. oh wow f- you, Dan. Get the, shut the your face is a drum and i'm gonna drum it with bullets <laughs> that's nice right. jeff Dan, you go Dan, you go first because I have my hot take. Yeah, I wanted to like this a lot, Jeff. I know you really feel passionately about it. And like as it was presented last week, I thought I was gonna be a shoe and I liked the concepts. I liked the ideas. I was really excited to watch the show. It was just too much for me. I, I don't think I'm as much of an absurdist comedy fan as you are. I think you were, and now you're not because you're a bitch and you're old. (laughs) I mean, that's possible. (laughs) I just found myself like, well, first off, I will say I enjoyed the Netflix stuff more than the YouTube stuff. And I don't know if that's just because I'm conditioned to television style formats where, you know, 
sort of 30 minutes long with a set you know theme or something like that or if they were just maybe a little bit more reeled in and like geared towards a wider audience uh, i could picture throwing on some netflix stuff once in a while but a lot of times i just found bored i just found like i laughed for the first 30 seconds and then was like okay i get it I saw kids in the hall with you live. <laughs> we drove to Boston, Massachusetts, the Commonwealth. I agree. Together. They weren't nearly this absurd. I mean, I know it's not, but I'm just, I'm shocked because you and I have almost identical tastes in comedy. I and know. I'm, this is just, I, I think that you're changing and I don't like it. <laughs> no, I think you just hit my limit. I think there's a line where it becomes like, it goes from like actually making me laugh to just becoming something like I said, like performance art where I'm like, oh, I get what they're doing and it's really cool, but I'm not laughing at it. And at the end of the Whoa. day, I'm not I don't know. I'm not really in. Should like, we cancel to watch stuff? Should we cancel next week's Andy Kaufman episode, Dan? Because I don't <laughs> know if you know about him, but he's exactly <laughs> what you just described. Yeah, but he's also. I wouldn't call him a typical comedian. I would say he's a performance mm. artist. We'll get to that next week. All right, yeah. Jim, let's get to you. I'm tired of hearing this. I'm I'm so <laughs> upset right now. I'm sorry, Jeff. I can't help it. <laughs> I don't think you are. I don't think you are sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I don't I don't think um I don't think I'm ever going to be able to find anything else funny again because this was like the epitome of comedy for me. Thank you, Jim. This <laughs> because, is oh my god, I'm so happy that you're on this podcast cuz I would have I was about to quit. I was about to just <laughs> slam my computer without even saving this file and just go be with my family and live my life. I'm sorry, Jeff, but I have to be true friends. to myself. <laughs> uh, but uh, every video that I watched, I was like I can't believe how far that that they go. And, I know, and um, I kept this playlist tight. Like I thought I gave you a good length with good length videos. <laughs> I if if I wanted to, I I should have made it seven times longer just to put Dan through hell. Just let Jimmy shit. enjoy it and move on. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was incredible. Like every video I at first I was sort of like, oh, like I sort of get this, but like as I was starting to like get along, like I sort of like knew the characters and stuff i was like oh i am 100 percent like dedicated to this and i've it's been the hardest thing to not watch anything else because i didn't want to talk about anything else yeah um, when i on this when podcast. i added those last two videos the halloween one in 1999 i watched like five more 1999 episodes and they were all just amazing yeah i'm so excited to watch literally the rest of the netflix show watch like every video that they've ever put out <laughs> um i i do agree the the music videos are like iffy to me like some of them are okay well, but i think it's because in our heads we're just all comparing them to like lonely island right right, right. and that's kind of like that's kind of a wrong that is very difficult to uh to reach on the the funny ladder um so jim when the pandemic is over in 2038 and <laughs> yes. maybe they're still together and alive and they go on an american tour i will gladly go with you to see oh man see them perform i would love while, to see them live while dan is at home listening to npr Bach. probably yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, gonna make, I'm gonna make one concession and i will say that this is something i actually wrote down it's not something that i just thought of because you said that i think that this type of comedy would work way better in a live setting in front of an audience and that's I how they started really cracking up to like some of the more absurd stuff 
that is a little more difficult for me to laugh at without an audience. Hmm. So see, I that's why I, that's why I think that they're super successful for me because I crack up like by myself. Yeah, um, I wish I did. And and even when I oh, wow. All right. Well, Dan, I am willing to put our differences <laughs> aside because we have to team up next week. Yeah. Um and and see for if a we very can special talk. episode. Very special episode. It is our two year episode. We just did like a hundredth episode, so we're not gonna go too crazy with the celebrations, but because we've been a podcast for two years as of next week um we wanted to talk jimmy into uh, a topic a subject uh, a person that you and i have been huge fans of somebody very inspirational to us both uh yeah. that is andy kaufman yeah we've been waiting to do this for a special episode we thought two years nice way to yeah. sum up what we're into jimmy you don't have any exposure to andy kaufman right Nope, no exposure. I'm uh, I'm very excited for this because I, I obviously know the name and I know he was like an early proprietor of like Saturday Night Live and stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm excited. And sometimes we've had people say like, whoa, like this topic you're doing this week is so big. I'm surprised you waited this long. Well, we can't do like all of the great things at first because then we're going to be doing like, you know okay things for the next two years like yeah there's yeah. a bunch of there's a bunch of artists that like i'm a huge fan of that i'm saving for the pipeline because we we intend the show to go on for a long time so we've been holding on to this one for two years because we're super excited and frankly uh, to i'm gonna be a little sad once it's over i mean I'm, I'm excited to hear if we talked you into it but it'll be sad that we won't be able to talk about andy kaufman in the future but it's worth it for two-year anniversary yeah for sure all right jimmy where can people find the podcast online they can find the podcast at Talk Me Into on Twitter, at Talk Me Into Pod on Instagram, and if you feel so inclined, you can send us an email, talkmeinto at gmail.com, where you can write your reviews, write us an email, make suggestion, do whatever your little heart desires, fam. <laughs> Dan, where can people find you personally on the web? I'm on Twitter under the name Danny underscore breakdown. Uh, you can also check out my band, uh, at old with an e underscore dogs on instagram we're recording a new album right now guys maybe by the time this wow. airs, we might have some stuff online it's gonna be fun jeff where can people find you online people can find me on twitter at j-e-f-f-f-f-f that's jeff with five f's the number 27 jeff j-e-f-f-f-f-27 i said it wrong uh look in our show notes it's there follow <laughs> me if it. you want or don't i'll be posting stuff uh anti uh alt-right people uh and and also memes and also doctor who stuff so that's that's cool and guys uh, yeah we get to go to the good old days of being too liberal for democrats now instead of being like in the silent majority we'll be in the super silent majority minority <laughs> oh man I'm so excited wow. to to shit talk Biden on on Twitter. It's going to be great. Yeah, just uh, to go back to shit talking a regular president. I know, and you can also find me at son of a fitch s o n n a v a f i t c h to uh, see me doing that. I already did a, 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 a anti Biden uh, tweet, so uh, or a retweet yeah. technically. Yeah, so, I uh, was yeah. I was waiting until he got elected to talk me shit too. about him because, yeah. like, you know, like nobody's excited about him we just didn't want donald trump to win because yeah. he would have tried to overthrow the government or something. <laughs> jeff let's start a political band called two liberals for the two liberal for the libs oh yeah dude let's do it but yeah you can also find me uh on instagram as well son of a fitch and on youtube at son of a fitch where i will be exactly 120th as funny as auntie donna <laughs> exactly Thank- huh 
Yeah, exactly. You measured it? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. What will we talk you into next? I measured it, too. It wasn't the results I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs>